Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. You can find all the podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.org. My name is Daryl, and Exodus 20 verse 4 says, You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I am the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. That is the second commandment, typically in what we call the Ten Commandments. Now, many say that images are not a problem images of God. Now, those who are saying that aren't Christians, because many people make idols of their own image and of the gods they worship. But as Christians, we are not to make an image of God. Now, the controversy comes, and this is what I'm going to talk about today. This is what we're doing here today, talking about second commandment violations when it comes to images of Jesus. This is a time of year around the Christmas season. Some call it the Advent season. I won't get into all of that. But many people are showing visible representations of Jesus. This could be in something as simple as a nativity scene. You have Mary, a statue of Joseph, some shepherds. Some even include the three wise men, which probably weren't even biblically there at that time when that happened, but that's usually included in many nativity scenes. And then there's a manger, and then there's a place where they would lay the baby Jesus. Now, is an image of the baby Jesus a problem? Is that a, a, a violation of the second commandment? I'll, I'll get into that. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. But what about other images of Jesus? What about, not even this time of year, but a popular series on television. I don't know what channel, actually, but I always see it on my social media feed. Is this show called The Chosen. Now, I have never seen an episode, and I do not plan on seeing an episode of The Chosen. Because I do believe, in my conscience, that it is a violation of the Second Commandment to make an image of Jesus. So that means somebody acting as the part of Jesus to me, is a second commandment violation. Let me get into why, briefly. I believe the Bible does not say what Jesus looked like. We don't have a description, a clear description of what he looked like during his ministry. So many have taken upon themselves to, you know, and this dates back not just to current times, but there's been many artist renderings, paintings, of what people think Jesus looked like. We, biblically, the Bible does not describe him. There's a description in Revelation, but that's not the, the, the typical rendering we see of Jesus. Now, why is this a problem? Because since we don't know what he looked like, and people are making images, like in a movie or a TV show, then how can you read the Bible and not think of that image? So now you're thinking of an image of Jesus who is fully God, right, and fully man, 
but he's still fully God. And the commandment says not to make an image of God. And that's what we're doing. But it's a false image because we don't know what the person of Christ looked like. So in essence, it's a lie. It's a lie about who Jesus is. So we mess so we misrepresent who the person of God is in the in the second person of the Godhead. We can't make an image of God and we don't know what Jesus looked like. Therefore, when we make an image of what we think Jesus might have looked like, even if it's well intentioned, it's still making an image of God. And the the pushback might be, well, we're not worshiping that God, we're not worshiping that person, that image. But in a sense, when you read the Bible, here, this is a scenario that I was thinking about a couple months ago. Well, not a scenario, but something that really happened to me. I was reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with my children. And as I'm reading, I'm, I'm, I had previously seen the Disney movies of, of this, or the Disney movie made, that was supposed to be like this book. So as I'm reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, I'm thinking of images of what I've already seen in the Disney movie. So Aslan and all the other the children, that's how I'm picturing them. Or imagine if you've never read Harry Potter, and I'm not endorsing Harry Potter, let's not talk about that, even though I do think it's a good book, uh, or good, here's the thing, I've never actually read the books, all right? I have seen the Harry Potter movies. Now, if I go and read the books, how can I not think of the actors that played the characters? You're going to. So for me, and I've seen Passion of the Christ, right? This was before I was convicted on this second commandment violation that images are. So, and it's hard, and I, I try really hard, and I don't try to think of what Jesus looked like by those images. So yes, it is possible to, to probably read and not think of those images, but it's hard, right? So you, you, if you watch The Chosen, how can you go and read through the Gospels and not now have a mental image of what Jesus, what you think he looked like because of an artist rendering or an actor playing him? So we have to be very careful, very careful. What does the Westminster Longer Catechism say of this commandment? Question 109 of the Westminster Larger Catechism. What are the sins forbidden in the second commandment? The sins forbidden in the second commandment are all devising, counseling, commanding, using, and any wise approving any religious worship not instituted by God himself, the making and any representation of God of all or of any of the three persons, either inwardly or in our mind or outwardly in any kind of image or likeness of any creature whatsoever, all worshiping of it, or God in it, or by it, the making of any representation of feigned deities, and all worship of them, and service belonging to them, all superstitious devices corrupting the worship of God, adding to it or taking from it, whether invented or taken up of ourselves, or received by tradition from others, through under the title of iniquity, custom, devotion, good intent, or any other pretense whatsoever. Simony, sacrilege, all neglect, contempt, hindering, and opposing the worship or, or and ordinances which God hath appointed. So there's a lot there, but mainly we should not 
make any images of any of the three persons of the Godhead, of the Trinity. No images. So, again, when, when we see nativity scenes, when we even see a crucifix, the, the person hanging on the crucifix, that statue, the piece of, if it's a cross on somebody's neck, crucifix on somebody's neck, we don't know if Jesus looked like that. And people do bow down to crucifix. I've seen it. I grew up Roman Catholic. We used to have to genuflect to the cross, to the crucifix. But that's not Jesus on there. That's an image that people may think look like Jesus. And they're trying to worship, maybe worship God, the true God, through that image. Just like also in Exodus, when we see the people make the golden calf. Now, the golden calf wasn't just an idol that they were worshiping a different god. They were trying to worship the true god through the golden calf. And this is the human condition. This is our human heart. It's an idol factory, as John Calvin said. We continually want to make things. And maybe it's that urge to feel something tangible, to, f to have that emotional, uh, that emotional experience. So we want to see it. We want to feel it. We want to taste it and touch it. So here is what God has given us as an image. We have the sacraments. We have the Lord's Supper. This is a physical. We can see, yes, we don't see the person of Jesus, but we see his finished work and what he's done, his body, the bread broken for us, the wine, the blood spilled for us, and we partake. Now, that is given to us by Jesus. Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper. In his words of institution, take my body, my blood. And we'll do an episode on that, what exactly the Reformed view is. Maybe we'll, we'll share the different views of what the Lord's Supper is. But there we go. And we, we even get to taste and see that the Lord is good there. But as far as making images, I just think we should be cautious about it. You need to be convinced in your own conscience, but I just want, want to throw that out there. I don't think we think about these things enough as Christians. We just see something that looks Christian, and we go and do it, or we go and watch it, and other Christians are watching it. Just be careful. We are to hold, well, we're all accountable to God, but we should help each other out. We should discern. We should help each other grow in faith in what the Lord has said. So if, if God has said, you shall not make any images of me, whether it's of God the Father, of God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit, because we serve a triune God who is one God. We serve one God. So how can we make an image, even though, yes, Jesus is fully God and fully man, but he's, Jesus has a body right now, So he, and he is God right now. We cannot make an image of him. And it's just not even a mental image are we supposed to make of the Lord. But you know what? One day we will see him face to face. When we are called up into heaven, when we hopefully hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant, and we are embraced by the Lord, we look forward to that day. And what we have in Scripture, God has spoken to us through men, and we have the Scriptures. If we want to, like Justin Peter says, if you want to hear from God, read the Bible. If you want to hear from him out loud, read it out loud. 
But we also see in, in the word, we see who God is. He warns us about how to worship him. There's warnings in the Old Testament. We see when, when, when uh, Nadab and Abihu offer unauthorized strange fire before the Lord. We see what happens when God is not worshipped, how he says to be worshipped. And yes, he's very gracious and merciful to many of us who have been worshipping him wrongly. But we should really dig in and see, God, how do you desire to be worshipped? And again, you may be saying, well, we just watched this show, The Chosen. We, we aren't worshiping. But just be cautious. When you read the scripture, after you see this, mo this show, how are you picturing Jesus? Now, when I was a baby Christian, when I first came to the Lord, confession time, I read the book, The Shack. Somebody gave me the book, The Shack, and I had no idea. And in there, there's descriptions of well, they're false descriptions of God. But how, how can I then go back in the Bible and read the gospel? It, it took a while to, to get those images out of your head because they're there. It's going to happen. So we should be cautious and take heed before you see these shows. Ask yourself this. Do I need, will this show, this movie, get me closer to God? Or if I just read the scripture... Is the scripture enough to get me closer to God so I can know who he is? So do I watch the show, go see a, a production of about Jesus, or read the Gospels? Or read Genesis to Revelation to know who Jesus is? It's not like God has left us without instruction, left us without description, left us without word of who he is we have enough do we really believe as we say as protestants especially reformed protestants is the scripture enough is it sufficient sola scriptura do we have all that we need for life and practice of faith or do we need to go and watch a tv show that by the way i haven't seen it but is how close to the scripture is this show is it accurate? Is it exactly what the Bible teaches? Or are they taking artistic liberty? Because now you have another problem of more lies. Because what if you're a weak Christian, a baby Christian, and not around people enough to bring you to the true faith and point you to Scripture, and now you're watching this show and thinking, oh, that's what happened. Like, this scene here must have been exactly how Jesus and the apostles hung out together and how how they behaved we don't know that we don't we have we have what we have and what god has given us and that should be enough that should be enough because it is enough because it's what god has chosen chosen what, what he has decided to give us in order to know him so let's christians i urge you may we all be cautious and you Hey, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening to this that don't agree with me. And maybe I, I've said some wrong stuff. But the main takeaway I want you to have is let us really think and pray on these things and, and talk to our brothers and sisters in Christ, talk to our pastors, and think, do we need this extra biblical story of Jesus? Do we need a nativity scene to help us learn more about the birth of Christ?
Do we need that? Or can we go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see that? And you might say, oh, well, John doesn't have a birth narrative. There's a beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. There, there's plenty there to pull from to, to know why Christ came, how he came. And just there's so much in Scripture. Have we exhausted the Scriptures ourselves in our study, in our personal study and prayer? Have we? Are we diligently listening and praying for our pastors to, to tell us about Christ, to, to tell us how he saved us from our sin through his perfect life, his death on the cross, his burial, his resurrection? Do we long for that, to hear that? Because there is a longing. If we're watching these other shows, there's we want more. We want more. Pray that our pastors give us more. Pray that in our studies we see more. Pray that God shows us his glory and his word so that we turn from sin and keep coming to him. So we don't have to make these idols anymore. So we don't desire anything other than what he gives us to satisfy us. That is all we need. We need God in the scriptures. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That is all we need. So please hear this, that I'm not, I'm trying not to attack anyone that disagrees with me on this. Because you can disagree. And let's have a discussion. But what I want you to hear is that I love you. I do. And I love God. And I desire us, all of us, because I have idols. I have idols and I, they need to go. They need to get out of here. They need. I need to be sanctified. But if I can help you in your sanctification, think about these things. Think about it. Do I need to watch this TV show, this movie? Do I need a nativity scene? Do I need to see a little baby Jesus? Or can I go and see him in his word and how God has chosen to speak to us? So that's something to think about during these holidays when you when you have opportunities to see these other things. Do you need to go to a live nativity scene? Do you need to go to a, a, a Christmas story live? Which I did plenty of years and i you know grateful for the times that I went to a, a Christmas live. But is that pleasing to God? Because according to a second commandment, I don't think it is. We are not to make an image of anything, of the Father, of the Son, or of the Holy Ghost. Because we have enough in the scriptures to know who he is. So please hear my heart on that. Think about it. Get back to me if you want to. You can find me on Twitter, Daryl Updike, or what are we even D1. And you can find me on Facebook and anywhere I'm available on social media. So please check out all the podcasts in the Christian podcast community. And until next time, I pray you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Brain for you, Brady.